And we are live. Thank you guys for coming back once again. So a lot of you guys probably saw my video earlier on my main channel that was titled something like, Is Feminism a Cult? Um, I imagine a lot of you guys probably aren't happy with a lot of what I said in that video because honestly, I've avoided... I've avoided the whole SJW, anti-SJW subject for like a really long time. Since day one, I've avoided it. Now, there was one video that I did a long time ago on Ghazi Kodzo. And I called him an SJW in that. He's not, actually. He's, he wouldn't be considered an SJW. Now, he is an extremist, but he's not from that extremist branch. I named SJWs and anti-SJWs, both as extremists in this video. Uh, they are both extremists. Uh, just one quick thing I want to point out about anti-SJWs. A, a good example of an extremist behavior is calling feminism a mental disease. That's extremist thinking. That's black and white, us versus them, generalization, categorizing an entire philosophy, an entire group of people as the other. If you say that, you're, you are exhibiting extremist behavior. You should think hard about it. Um, now, I, you know, I, I went pretty hard against SJWs too, quote unquote. But as I was saying, Ghazi Kodzo does not fit into the SJW group. That is not what he is. He's a black nationalist. There is a distinct difference. So he doesn't, doesn't really ascribe to the whole equal rights for women and, and I don't know. What do SJWs say? They, the extremist SJWs will say things like, um, I don't know, they'll, they'll be pushing for women's rights over men's rights, for example, right? Uh, Ghazi Kodzo is not like that. He is pushing for uh, a black ethnostate, basically, is what he wants in the U.S. Um, so, yeah, he's not an SJW. He's a black nationalist. Uh, that was the one and only video that I ever did that, you, that one may consider an SJW video. I tried to be as reasonable as I could in that video. But I avoided it ever since then. Um, the reason I started YouTube in the first place, and I talked about this in the main video too, is that everybody I was listening to uh, was talking about SJWs. I feel like in, my, uh, in the video that I made earlier on my main channel, I feel like I had to be really careful, dance around what I was saying gently, didn't want to say it too bluntly, uh, because I, I didn't want to lock people into their positions too hard. I wanted them to hear me out. So I tried to be really careful about what I said, but still lay it on the line with both SJWs and anti-SJWs, because they're both extremists. The podcast, uh, not so much. I'm okay with saying pretty much whatever on here, for the most part. Uh, I, I'm pretty well unfiltered on here. I'll swear, I'll say fuck, I'll say whatever doesn't really matter too much to me on here because this is my you know say whatever platform 
But that's why I feel like I, I kind of wanted to go back over that video again, because here I can say what I really felt and not have to worry about, I don't know, losing subscribers or upsetting somebody or locking them into their position even deeper or something like that. Because this platform is a lot smaller and, and it's just me. If you guys don't like me for who I am here, you don't have to be here. Simple as that, you know? But on the Telltale channel, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to reach people who may not otherwise listen. So I, you know, that, for those reasons, I want to be really careful what I say on there uh, and delicate. But yeah, um, I started the channel in 2016, March 11th, the, the, the Telltale channel. And I started it because everyone was talking about SJWs and I was sick of hearing about it. I wanted to hear about religion. I was just trying to make my exit from religion around that time, and I didn't really care about SJWs, because I never met one. I never met one in my life. Yeah, that, that's, that's insane. These people who want safe spaces and who think that the hijab is liberating and that women should have more rights than men, that's, that's crazy. That's bad, sure. But I don't give a shit. It's not affecting my life in any way. I want a, I wanted to listen to content that was about religion because that did affect my life in a major way and, and is still, and it affects a lot of people in many ways that I know. So that's why I started my channel in the first place. Um, I remember the first time I ever got shouted out, I was at 40 subscribers and I went to the store, I think it was like 7 o'clock at night or something, I went to the grocery store, came back home like an hour later, and I had a hundred and something emails saying, this person subscribed to you, this person subscribed to you. Um, Logic had shouted me out on his Twitter, said, this guy's got some cool drawings, you should check him out. And I went from 40 subscribers to like 140 subscribers in an hour. It's like, holy shit, that's insane. I've never seen that kind of growth. It's, <laughs> it was so crazy at the time that on my Facebook, I posted a post that said something like, holy shit, I, just got, I gained 100 subscribers in a day or something like that. Did somebody just shout me out or something? What happened? Because when somebody shouts you out, you don't know. You just see these subscribers rolling in. You have no idea where it came from or who did it or what, um, which is kind of annoying, actually. So usually when I shout somebody out, I tell them that I'm shouting them out or that I shouted them out or something so they know where all this is coming from, but uh, not always. But anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. So that was probably May, April or May, I think maybe, when that happened of 2016. If I started in on March 11th, that may have been April or May. It took me a, a solid year, one solid year of uploading consistently with no feedback, no pay, no nothing. Just a few comments here or there from a few people slowly watching that subscriber number tick up one one at a time it took me a solid year to reach i think 900 subscribers where i finally got to before 
I hit a tipping point and YouTube just, YouTube actually put me on the trending page for a day because they were trying to recommend smaller subscribers or I'm sorry, smaller YouTube channels at the time. So they put one of my videos right on the trending page and I shot from 900 or something subscribers to like 6,000 within the span of maybe two months or three months. It was pretty fast growth. Uh, and from 6,000 on, it was pretty easy. Uh, I, you know, Professor Stick and I were battling each other. Like, I would shoot past him, and then he would shoot past me. I think he got to 14,000 subscribers. Then I passed him and hit 17,000. When I finally reached 17,000, he hit 45,000. He just exploded overnight. It was insane, the graph. It was like 90 degrees practically. It was insane. But then he, he went from 45,000 to 75,000 to 100,000 to 150,000. I think he's almost to 200K now. And I have consistently been about half of his size the whole way, which honestly I'm pretty happy about. It seems like Professor Stick kind of rode the flat earth wave. Um and the science wave, there's a big science wave that was happening. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I've pretty well stuck to religion this entire time for the most part. Uh, I didn't have to stick to religion, honestly. I could have gotten into any number of other subjects. I mean, there are, there are political cults and there are cults of personality, lots of different things that I could cover. I, I haven't even covered any Islamic cults. Those most definitely exist. Uh, I could totally get into those. I just haven't yet. You know, I'm pretty happy with where my channel is. This is the subject matter that I enjoy doing. And I figure if my heart isn't in it, then it's not worth doing. So that's why I cover the subjects that I do, because they keep me interested. And um, while I would like to get into other subjects, while I would like to cover some Islamic cults, um, while I would like to cover some cults of personality and politics and things like that, I really think I'm just going to stick to religion for the most part. Uh, eventually, I'll get into some Islamic cults, though. But they don't really affect my audience as much as Christian cults do, honestly. Most of you guys probably come from, like, a Christian background and are most affected by Christian cults. But anyway, so here we are today. That was March 11th, 2016. It is February 10th, 2019. I am one month and one day away. Actually, I, I'm four weeks and one day, basically, away from my three-year mark on YouTube. And I'm about to hit 100,000 subscribers. It's going to happen any minute, I think. I was just talking about this earlier. I kind of set a personal goal... Um, because YouTube goes up and down, up and down. It's really volatile. It's really hard to know what you're going to make from month to month uh, because ad prices go up and down. Subscribers go up and down. Views go up and down. Everything goes up and down. There's no stability to it, honestly. So what I wanted to do was um, I, w I set myself some goals. I set the goal of having... 20,000 views per day and 100 subscribers per day. If I could get that, I'd be happy. I'd be happy no matter what because 
it was like, I'm a data analyst, you know, I, I did data analysis for a long time for work. Uh, when I worked in software engineering, I did some of that. So I watch my numbers closely and I calculate them and I, you know, I calculate growth and projected growth and all this other stuff. And watching these numbers go up was so fulfilling. I was so glad to see it. But watching them drop was so crushing sometimes, you know? So I felt like I had to put this, this number on it where I wasn't going to be upset or, or angry or wonder what was going on unless I fell below 20,000 per day views and 100 subscribers per day. And I've pretty consistently maintained that. Now, even in January, I actually dropped below 20,000 views a day. Um, I think I've, I've consistently stayed above 100 subscribers per day, though. Subscribers have been pretty solid, but sometimes that's disappointing. But I'm still, you know, I still just look at that average. I don't even worry about the daily Sometimes I just look at the average over the last month and and it evens out. It's always above 20k. Uh, well, today, this morning when I got up, I just took a quick glance at my subscriber count and it was at 99,000, 1,000 away. And if I'm getting about 100 subscribers a day, which is on the low end, sometimes I get 300 a day. It's usually between one and 300 a day. If I get 100 a day, then it should be 3,000 in a month. Uh, so it should take me 10 days to get 1,000. Um, that's on the very, very low end. So I was hoping to hit 100,000 in the next, say, five days or something. Well, I was just looking earlier, like right before the podcast, probably an hour ago. And it looks like I gained 1,000 subscribers today alone. My views are off the charts right now. And it started going up before my SJW video. Uh, probably two or three, three hours before it even released. So I can't attribute it all to that. But yeah, uh, insanely high numbers just out of the blue. Uh, really, really happy with that. I'm just going to take a quick glance on Social Blade. If you guys are on the live stream watching this and you'll be able to see it. Yeah, so my social blade says here, 960 subscribers today, 50, 51,000 views today. That is, I, I don't even have words. I, I honestly don't know why people listen to me sometimes. Like, I'm just, just some guy behind a keyboard talking, you know, and it's like, Anybody could have been in this position. I just, I just am the one who found myself here. Like, the right time, the right place, the right combination of everything. And here I find myself with 100,000 people listening to me. I just, I just appreciate all of you guys being here. I appreciate the fact that you are all here giving me the opportunity to, to give my message to the world that I want to eliminate extremism, that I want to encourage logic and reason and rationality and skepticism, and I don't want people's lives to be destroyed by oppressive, poisonous shit anymore. Like, like mine was almost destroyed. Like mine was destroyed 
but rebuilt. And that's another thing. Part of my message, you, your life may feel like it's in shambles sometimes, and it may very well be, but it can be rebuilt. So I appreciate you guys being here, listening, and, and giving me the opportunity to, to give you my message. And Social Blade says I have 16 subscribers. When the podcast started, I think I was like 38 away. Now I'm 16 away. Actually, it's been about 30 minutes since, 30, 40 minutes since I was 38 away. So 16 subscribers away. I just don't even know what to say about it. I, I just really appreciate all of you being here. But anyway, um, so that's my 100K celebration. I'm doing something with Mr. Atheist as the celebration. Not really public yet when or what it is, but we're planning something together. So, uh, I okay, wow, we're at 99,998 subscribers. Let's just sit here and watch it for a minute. Taking a screenshot right here. 99,999. So close. That's it, baby. 100,000. I appreciate all of you guys being here. Like you got you Oh damn it, it changed before I could screenshot it. I hope you guys got it. Okay. You guys got a screenshot for me. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm I cannot possibly express my happiness, my my thankfulness to all of you guys who are here, all of you. Every one of you. And all of the staff members who have put in so much time and work into my channel when they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to do that. They did it because they wanted to. I mean, even when I left the Discord, or I didn't leave the Discord, but even when I handed control of the Discord over to Swifty, Swifty didn't have to take control of the Discord if he didn't want to. He did it for me. He did it because he wanted to help me. And when I handed it over, nobody left. Not a single staff member. They all stayed. They all stayed to keep the Discord alive and keep things moving for me, for my channel, for my brand, because they believed in it and they wanted to help me. And they, they just they did not have to do that. So I appreciate all of you guys, all of your work. Potato and Glenn... Swifty, Calicoma, Nile Attack. That you know what? Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm actually going to list a few people who I I just absolutely could not have done this without. Let's see. Absolutely could not have done this without Calicoma, without Diver, Daniel, Goddess Queen of the Snacks. I do not call her by that name, but that's <laughs> that's kind of long, but it's okay. I couldn't have done it without you. Gwydion runs the Minecraft server and put so much time into that thing. He didn't have to do all of that work. Like he could have just done the bare minimum and not even worried about it, you know. Just walk he could have walked away forever ago. But he didn't. He stuck it out. He stuck with it. Maintained it. Because he wanted my YouTube channel, my audience to grow. He wanted people to have fun and enjoy themselves, and he and he he's he's been my server admin for a long time now. Really good guy, Gwydion is. Insula Pescu, Jar uh, Yarhaz, that's how you say his name. Yarhaz, Jessica Beelzebub, 
Joris, my, uh, uh, thinking about how much personal information I want to reveal. Just my friend, Joris. Just Purple is one of my, has been one of my, my Minecraft mods. Majora, another Minecraft uh, mod. Mally has been a staff member forever. Narmuto's reasonably new staff member. Nylatak is an admin. Potato and Wombat has been a loyal staff member and helped me with the podcast all the time. Going to talk to Potato soon. Glenn, I could not possibly say enough about Glenn. Dude is just the shit. He's been there for me since day one. He has had my back since day one, hands down, period. I mean, there have been times where people questioned decisions that I made or, you know, messed with me in one way or another, tried to mess with my life. Glenn didn't give a shit. He has been there since the beginning, and I hope he continues to be. Rat has been here for ever probably a year now rats been helping me a head admin scatter space heater staff members stormwolf another head admin been here forever i think since the beginning sully uh, an admin swifty the current owner i absolutely could not have done it without this dude in fact when i went to um Let's see. I think I went to FFRFCon in California. I actually met Swifty in person. We we met up. We got some In-N-Out Burger. And to this day, dude will not let me live down how I ordered that burger. I think his girlfriend was the most upset. Look, I just like burgers with cheese and ketchup, okay? I didn't know it was a moral obligation to get lettuce and mayonnaise and stuff on it. Next time I go to In-N-Out Burger with you, Swifty, I will order it the correct way. I apologize. But thank you, Swifty, for everything. I, this, this server wouldn't exist without Swifty. I would have deleted it already. Glenn, too. Without those two people, I would have deleted this fucking thing. And the, un, un, the unfinished masterpiece has been here almost damn near since the beginning. He's an admin. 29 is a really good friend. A head admin. And Wheezy has always had my back. Almost always. There was a time in the beginning where Wheezy gave me some shit. But it's okay. Wheezy's got my back. That's the important part. And Wheezy's an admin on my patron server. I really appreciate everything all of you guys do. Not to mention Succulent, Talja, Pseudo. Pseudo was my server admin for a while. We developed a bot together at one point. Uh, let's see. Simon got in the machines. Ophire, Nora, Crate or Kate is actually Kylie's mom, Kiva, Kat, uh, Cypher, and then Evan. I have to mention Evan. He actually created the damn Discord. Cactus and Plush Banshee. And I didn't see Caleron in the list, but oddly, I don't know why he's not in the list, but he is... Yeah, okay. It's because he is he doesn't have a certain role that I was reading it by, but Caleron has helped me out an awful lot. He's been here for a really long time. And I honestly couldn't have done all of this without him either. Oh, uh, one, one more thing. Um, For the Cheese is another staff member. Um, thank you for your help with everything, For the Cheese. I don't know why you weren't on the list when I pulled it up, but yeah, he's done an awful lot for me too. He's been through it, through the whole thing. He's a Minecraft staff member. He's a mod, I think maybe even an admin. So I appreciate all of you guys all of the work that you put in 
all of the hours, everything. I just couldn't have done it without you guys. Couldn't have done it. Uh, I figured what I'd do is I would go through my YouTube comments. Uh, not all of them, though. I kind of wanted to just take a glance at, like, the the SJW video I made earlier because everybody said it was going to be a complete shit show. Everybody said it was going to be a toxic mess in the comments section. So I wanted to see just how toxic it was going to be. Um, if you guys haven't seen the video, just give you a quick overview of my position on it. For some weird reason, I don't know why, in the past, say, month, right, here, uh, look, I'll just show you since we're, we're on my comments section anyways. I'm going to search for feminism, okay? So just searching for feminism alone. Somebody said feminism in one of their comments two months ago. And then another two months ago, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, nine comments two months ago. And then last month I had uh, three comments a month ago that said feminism. And then a week ago I had one. And then all of a sudden within, say, the past, what, three days, I've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, it's 21 hours ago. So nine or 10 comments uh, on feminism in the past 24 hours before I released my video. I don't know what's going on. Something is going on with feminism at this moment. Somebody did something crazy or somebody put out a video about it or something, but everybody's all riled up about it and talking about it. Um, and so yeah, I was talking to Rose, some of you know her. Anyway, I was talking to Rose about feminism the other day, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to actually make a video about this. Is feminism a cult? That was what kind of made me decide to do it in the first place, because we talked it through and everything. So yeah, so I made the video on it, and I got a lot of stuff like this in the comments. Oh golly, put on your hazmat suit. This comment section is going to be toxic, with 207 likes. As a feminist myself, I think you did a very good job of showing two sides of the coin. This is one of the only anti-SJWs, no you don't like it, but taking it literally, who actually didn't take the extremist of us to represent the whole of us. Good job. Uh, in the video, I went at, if you haven't seen it, I, I talked about basically three things that the extremist group known as SJWs, quote-unquote, does that are extreme. Three behaviors or characteristics or ideals that they have that are extremist, that, that need to go. And I think I spent like 10 minutes on them. And then I spent another 10 minutes on anti-SJWs, talking about some extremist stuff they do. So it was, I feel, I feel comfortable saying that the video was well-reasoned and fair and you know, I, I, I didn't go after one person individually. I didn't attack any person. I pointed out extremist ideas and behavior. That's all I tried to do. Uh, and I don't see anything wrong with that inherently. Like, I don't, it shouldn't be wrong to point out ways in which people are acting in an extreme way. You know, they should be able to examine themselves and, and think about that stuff. So... Yeah, I got a lot of that. Oh, golly, put your hazmat suit on. This comment section is going to be toxic. Uh, let's see. What are some of the other ones? God, there are so many comments here. Sure, I'm pissed, but you make good points, and life is about being an adult and admitting problems. 
I said, what are you pissed about? They didn't respond. Uh, kind of strange. The internet is going to crucify you no matter what you say. Good luck with the comment war from both sides. If it, uh, it isn't career suicide if you stand by your work. Next vid, you'll have one mil. <laughs> uh, well, I think the reason they said that is because people who turn, like YouTubers who turn to the anti-SJW, SJW debate usually explode overnight. That, that was not my goal. I'm not interested in gaining subscribers. And in fact, I mean, not, not through that. I'm not going to sell out. You know, I have no, no problem with sponsorships. I have no problem with ads or any of that stuff. What I have an issue with is doing something that goes against my moral values for money. I'm doing something right now that goes with my moral values. And I'm being paid for this work. You know, I get paid through ads and Patreon. You guys support me through Patreon and things. I can live with myself and have a clear conscience because I'm doing something that I believe in. Doing something that I think is good for society. I, I, I believe that I am providing an overall good to society through this. If I got into anti-SJW, SJW stuff and just became another one of the outrage brigade... I'd make a hell of a lot more money at it, at YouTube. He, this person is right. Next vid, I'd have a million subscribers, if that's what I started talking about. Have a million dollar home. But I'm not going to do that. This is the one and only video I'm ever doing on this subject. I'm not, getting, I'm not going down this rabbit hole any further. It's really amazing that you talked about this. We need more people like you. They're out there. But um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to continue. If I see something like extreme that I can relate back to extremism in some big way, then I might, but I'm just going to avoid it probably. Uh, let's see, some other comments. Well, this comment section is going to be interesting. Let's see how long this lasts before it gets downvoted to hell. Good luck, friend. You're brave as hell for this. <laughs> if you guys don't know what the SJW, anti-SJW thing is, then these comments should be a big big red flag about how toxic it is the whole debate um let's see you draw really good thank you appreciate that hey it's annoying orange at 125 yes it is i drew the annoying orange um three minutes out and already two dislikes shame they didn't hear him out first that is exactly right that is something i was afraid of people see the title is feminism a cult and automatically don't watch it or dislike it without even listening. You know, how can you dislike something? How can you hit the dislike button and not even hear me out? I went at both sides as fairly as I possibly could. Uh, that That's just what I'm afraid of. And I've heard from a lot of people that they didn't, they decided not to watch it. That's disappointing to me. But I think a lot of people watched it. So I think it did its job. Comments, 0% opinionated politics, 100% good luck with the opinionated political comments. Huh, okay. I saw this notification while watching someone play a horror game and I laughed hard as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, did you just your mom me? No, no, I didn't your mom you. What are you talking about? You are doomed, but props to you. May the internet have changed since the last time I looked at this fucking mess so that you aren't literally lynched. FYI, how did you comment 16 hours ago? Patreon. That's right. It's a patron. 
going to take guests in just a minute. I know a bunch of SJWs at my school. They're the most obnoxious people. They think that they can't criticize me because I'm transgender. It makes me feel like more of an outcast. They're doing more harm than they realize. Uh, You know, honestly, I've decided to not really respond to any of these. I feel like the video stands on its own. The video gives my opinion on its own. I don't really need to respond. People can get my opinion if they want it. Um, I'm just going to stay out of it, I think, mostly. It's probably the best way since it's going to be such a toxic environment in the comments probably. Feminism has unfortunately been given a bad name since the 2000s. You can support equality without labeling yourself. That's true. Um, In the video, my assessment basically came down to this. Feminism is not a cult because uh, if, if feminism is not a cult for the same reasons Christianity and Islam are not cults. It's too broad of a definition. It's too broad of a of a statement. Feminism is just the equality of the sexes, uh, and that's it. Feminism is uh, advocacy for the equality, uh, advocacy for equality based on sex. That's what feminism is, the definition, basically. There is no inherent extremism, no inherent cult-like behavior in that. Uh, And for that reason... Feminism is not a mental disease. Feminism is not cancer. Feminism is not a cult. Do you have any questions for me? I'm sorry, I didn't get anybody tonight, but I do intend to get some people. Uh, I may do it, like, tomorrow or something. I'm not sure. We'll see. Uh, You want to do some questions, then? Yeah, yeah. Give me, like, one or two. Uh, Here. Cokeboy asked, how are you? I'm good. Uh, Things going pretty well. Not too bad. Thanks for asking. I hit 100,000 subscribers recently, so that's pretty good. And then Grandma Crusher was asking, how did you meet Struck by Lightning? Struck by Lightning. Um, She was uh, sick one day, sitting at home with a fever, watching YouTube, stumbled across my channel, decided to hit me up. That's what she ended up doing, and that is how we met. Do you have any other questions? Uh, I've got a few more. Do okay. you want to do a couple more? Yeah, I'll uh, take one or two more, depending on how long they are. Someone with just an unpronounceable name was asking if you were planning on talking about Pentecostals more? Yes. Um, unfortunately, I'm not super happy with the video that I did on Pentecostals. I'd like to go into it in more detail I did make a couple of errors, which actually were corrected by Godless Iowan. He did a follow-up video because he was a Pentecostal preacher for like a long time. Um, but I would like to, uh, yeah, I would like to do more on that. I do intend to do more Pentecostal stuff, just have not gotten around to it quite yet. Do you have another? I'll probably take one uh, more. Sure. Also, it was Chaos Joker 909 who asked that. Okay. Um, Body Pop asked if you had any thoughts on alternative media platforms for hosting your content, such as BitChute, considering YouTube's demonetization and censorship. Interesting. Um, you know, honestly, I've thought about it. Uh, I don't know about BitChute. I don't actually know anything about it. I've never even heard the name, but maybe one time. I, I would have to look at it. But 
I've heard of Patreon alternatives, and I've given that some thoughts. I don't... I mean, I have PayPal, and people can set up recurring payments on PayPal. That is an option. Uh, of course, you don't get, like, the re reward tiers with it or anything like that, but it, it's, it's an option either way. Um, but there are Patreon alternatives, like websites that are set up to basically do exactly what Patreon does after the whole, you know, mess with people getting kicked off of it and things. Uh, not even going to get into that. I've already dug myself a grave with my video earlier. Not going to dig it any deeper, but by, by name dropping. But anyway, I thought about setting up a, a, like one of those accounts so that people could donate to me there. I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm just going to stick with Patreon and PayPal. If people want to do PayPal, then they can do that. I don't think I really want to go through the whole thing of setting up an account with a bank account and all of the other junk that comes along with, you know, this brand new platform. I just stick to PayPal and Patreon. Anyway, okay, that's about the end of our time. Um, once again, I... I genuinely cannot thank you guys enough for this number right here being as high as it is. It 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 brings a tear to my eyes because not everybody has an opportunity to tell their story and have people listen to it. And that that's actually part of the reason why I do the podcast is to give people that opportunity to tell their stories. They say that every person on the planet has a best-selling novel in their life story. Um, so that's, you know, that's why I do the podcast, so people have a chance to tell their, to tell their stories. But, uh, you know, like I said, thank you guys so much for listening to mine. Uh, you guys don't even know, a lot of you do know how painful it is to lose a mother and it's, it's almost, in, in some ways, it's worse than if she had died because I know she's there and, and alive and just doesn't want a relationship with me. It's not about the relationship we could have had and just didn't have that chance. It's that she doesn't want it. So in some ways, it's worse than death. But, you know, there's always that hope in the back of my mind that maybe she'll come around, so... In other ways, it's better. But you guys have been my method of dealing with this pain. And hopefully through that, I've been your method of dealing with the pain that oppressive cults and extremism bring out in people. So anyway, thank you guys so much for, for giving everything a listen. And uh, I'll talk to you guys next week.